Hello, welcome to Mark Langley's Horsemanship Podcast, a podcast helping people to understand their horses better, to provide solutions in a calm, connected way. I'm Jenny Barnes. And I'm Mark Langley. Hi Mark, I've um, got a question today for you from Anne about picking up the feet, um, but not just in any old way. She has a six-year-old stock horse who is broken in at about two or three years old, but he's dreadful with the farrier and she's been injured by him to the point where she won't try to pick up his front feet anymore. Perfect in the hind legs. So the history behind it is that he had, um, sorry, he broke a sesamoid in his front. Um, he got operated on and repaired and everything should be fine. It was about 12 months ago. There shouldn't be any pain now, but she's assuming there's still a bad memory. She goes in slowly and she just gets him to hold his foot for a second and then she puts it down gently, but he's not improving. He's pulling his leg back violently and he's striking with it, which sends her flying. Have you got any advice to help her? She says, please, before he puts me in hospital. I hope he doesn't. No, it's not. It's not good. The front feet sometimes, and, and uh, it's often sometimes the front feet can be harder than the hind. I think in there you sort of mentioned that the hind feet are easier, um, which is really, you know, an interesting thing because everyone thinks, oh, the back feet—that's where they kick. And but there's a point there where, where horses don't like us underneath them, just there. And who knows what's happened to sort of you know put more of that. It, could, it may be more to do with, you know, it could be partly because of his injury, partly because of um, education in the past. So leading, as Jenny said, says sometimes my favourite subject, everything goes back to leading for a while anyway. So leading helps us address where the horse is uncomfortable and it addresses um, movement and balance. So the reason why leading before picking up feet is very good is because we can put the horse in different positions around us moving and find out where the brace is strongest or the horses finds, finds you know, the different positions that the horse finds undesirable. So opposed to having the horse stand still and us handling down their legs only for them to sort of move and strike is we put them in the different positions. So put your hobbles on. Um, it's a, it's a figure of speech. Don't go out there and put hobbles on because you might end up in hospital because you're wearing hobbles around your horse and he's struck and you couldn't get out of the way quick enough. So it's an emotional uh, hobble. Um, so you're taking the emotional hobble off the horse, you're putting the emotional hobble on you and you're standing fairly quietly and getting the horse to lead in different positions, cross their eyes over, lead there, cross the eyes, lead here until they can lead their eye past and in that area from the from the eye back to the shoulder they can bring past your shoulder so that you can put them in the positions that you're going to pick up their front feet but go further than that so they go past and you can handle their ribs right to their hind foot and don't and don't stop and touch the feet until there's that every part of that little journey around you is soft so if you find a sticky point, like on the right eye, say if you're, you're on the right eye and you get to about, you know, the horse's sort of jaw and eye is just about getting close to your shoulder and it's starting to get a bit stuck and bracy or pushy, you stay in there, go back again and ask again, back and ask again until that stickiness frees up and the eye softens. When the eye softens, you wait a little and, and to, to, to give the horse space and then you go back and forward again until that, that eye can go further past you and the horse can release all that brace 
going around you. The other thing that you want to be doing is pushing that knot out and back and away so the horse can release and move its front feet over. It's almost like teaching them to do a four-quarter yield away, um, but you just pick up the knot and go backwards and over so the outside front foot kind of reaches back a little and you just get them to move over, come back in, backwards, forwards, even start to develop a hindquarter yield where you can just put a little twist in the in the rope and the horse gently yields its hip over, get the front feet light, get the wither up. Okay, you don't want to be touching those front feet when the horse is all frozen and braced in the front. And a lot of those frozen horses that are standing there frozen, they're the ones that suddenly go bang and strike because they're frozen and suddenly it's too much and then they just strike out and get really angry. Um, so you've got to free up and you, you, you're on a brace hunt. There's a kid's book that we used to read. We're going on a bear hunt and I'm not scared. So, so I call it when I, when I get a new horse at a clinic, I just say, well, I'm just going to go on a brace hunt. And if I can't find a brace, I'll, I'll try and see if there's, I'll go a little deeper, see if there's any in there um, until I can't find any brace in the horse. So basically you're going on a brace hunt and you're just going to find those sticky nervous spots where the horse freezes up a little and you're going to unfree, you're going to free them up and then you, you might give them a little space for that and go on another brace hunt until you can move the horse softly around you and in any position, you can be in any position and there's no brace. You can lift up on the knot and the horse will lift in the wither and loosen up and um, things like that. And then you can start to think about maybe you've got a tool that's good enough that you can start working on the feet because you've got a good tool at leading there. Then if you get a little bit stuck, a bit stuck, you can always go back to leading and uh, offering a horse a pathway that's going to make it feel better. Because remember, leading is a pathway that helps the horses feel better. We have to keep it like that. Uh, otherwise, it just becomes a trap so we can grab on their foot and that makes it even worse and you know chances are he might have been trapped once in with a rope or how he was first led up pulled around someone would have might have put a rope or hobbles on him that went wrong you never know you never know sometimes unless you know you've had him since he was young and um but but you don't know what's happened in the past to, to, to make that happen sometimes a little bit of education that sort of went wrong and wasn't fixed stays in the horse until the next person goes and finds there's a big problem so um, then once your horse is pretty soft there, you can put a, like a folded lead rope around their leg and start to just handle the leg with a folded lead rope. Now the lead rope's just folded around the leg, so you're holding two ends. If anything goes wrong, you can let one end go. You haven't got it, you know, you haven't got a loop around the horse's foot. And then you just do the leading lesson and, and just handle, you know, you might just go from the knee up and just have that lead rope around from, from you know, underneath their armpit down to their knee and you just let them carry that while you're doing the leading lesson backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards, just carry the weight of that lead rope uh, around their leg. And then you can start to sort of move it a little bit as they're leading and do that on both legs, both eyes as, as you know, but you've already established the leading. And then once you've comfortable with that, go from the knee down, uh, you know, and then eventually you're going to go underneath the fetlock. What you'll start to do when you're leading underneath the fetlock, you can start to add a little bit of, you know, if the horse is soft at carrying it first, then you might start to get a little pressure where you're um, pulling the rope as the horse is about to move its foot and you're just helping the, the rope lead the foot through until you can actually start to stop the horse from leading and then just pick up, pull the rope and the horse will just loosen that foot and, and even just move it through a little bit and just get them soft and then you can handle up and down, like get the rope and just handle it up and down, like you know how you dry your back with a towel like that one in each hand you just have the rope in each hand and you just gently go up and down the leg handling it then also moving again get that really established 
and then um, and then you might start to work down. You can even work down with a cloth flag on a small stick, handle them while they're moving. Movement is the key, lots of handling, and then little yields with the rope. Um, and then um, and then once you think that's going really, really good and you can put the flag in different positions, just to, yeah, as I say, you don't matter, because it's a handling thing, you can use a plastic, but a cloth flag's fine. It's just more of a bigger visual thing that, that's got a bit of feel in it. Just handle all the way, all the way around in different positions whilst they're moving. And then once you're comfortable with that, go back to just handling a little bit with one hand and then just getting the horse to loosen and lead. If you feel any freeze and the horse suddenly freezes because your hand's going down, don't go any further and see if you can unfreeze them until they soften. Don't pick up the foot while you feel the horse start to bind up and freeze and not want to move. Uh, otherwise, it's an indicator that you still might have a little bit of, because you know, they've struck once or because he's struck once already, then you, you want to avoid that. So, yeah, just do all that and then... then the feet will start to get better. Excellent. So I'm guessing that the leading is also going to rebalance uh, the relationship as well, which will help with him having a bit mm. more trust with that. Yeah, you, you, area. You're, you're killing two birds with one killing stone. You're fixing. You're fixing. People might say it's a long way around it, and I say yeah, but you're going to be so much and so far advanced in other areas as you were trying to fix the feet that you know people just focus on one part, do a lesson on one part. You know, there's there's a lot of you know techniques out there. There's the fixing the horse at the mounting block, there's the feet, there's a, and, and really um, there is only one lesson in a lot of things and that's just follow a feel. And if the horse trusts us and can follow a feel, there, there shouldn't be all these different lessons. Um, you know, you follow the feel up to a mounting block. Why shouldn't a horse want to walk up to a mounting block? Um, why does there need to be a mounting block lesson in a sense? So, you know, once, once they, they're comfortable with us and they can follow a feel, most things become easy. Oh, great. Wonderful. So um, the long way round, um, but um, but good in the long term. Go on that brace hunt. Good luck with the leading and good luck with the picking up the feet. I'm sure you'll get it. Thank you. Thanks, Mark. You can learn more from Mark online through his online training videos. Just search Mark Langley Horsemanship. There's over 380 training videos which everyone has access to with a seven day free trial. If you like what you see, it's just $15 a month from there. That's help where you need it.